superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. A lot of NFL players get big in the community when they retire. <laughs> what is the over-under? Tom Brady will allow himself now on weight gain between now and one year from now. The Rich Eisen Show. Under 10. For sure. Under 10 LBs. He's on the TB50 system. <laughs> I hope he you know that. Earlier on the show, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Coming up, host of ESPN's First Take, Stephen A. Smith. Tampa Bay Times Bucks writer, Rick Stroud. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We have got a great hour in store for you. The we, not just me, and Chris Brockman and Jay Felly in air chairs and TJ Jefferson joining us here as always here on NBC Sports on Peacock, NBC Sports Audio, Sirius XM Channel 85. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio outfit smart enough to have this program. We say hello to our Odyssey listeners as well as anybody on our podcast listening later on today on the Cumulus Podcast Network. But I love this man. I would say it even if he's not sitting here. <laughs> I do say it when he's not sitting here as well. Uh, the host of uh, First Take on ESPN and Stephen A's World on ESPN Plus, as well as uh, somebody who is lighting up the uh, NBA coverage on ESPN pre, post, and halftime. Great to see you, man, Stephen Man, it's a. great Smith. to see you. How you doing, man? I'm doing better for seeing you. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm doing great, man. I feel great. Is is you know I, you know I went through the COVID, whole COVID thing. I always appreciated you checking in on me. Thank you so much. Of course. And of course, your lovely wife, who's been my friend for over 20 years. We can't forget Susie. I can't forget her. I appreciate okay, that. But, um, <laughs> I appreciate y'all checking up on me, but I'm feeling a lot better, man. It was a Fantastic. rough go of it, but I'm feeling a lot better. It was a rough go of it. Oh, huh? yeah. No question about it. I mean, they told me, you know, thank God I was vaccinated. So I don't try to, you know, push people to get vaccinated or mm-hmm. anything like that. Everybody's got their own beliefs, but I think that we all know it's a global pandemic going on. We know how serious it is. We know that there's a virus out there and wearing a mask certainly helps matter. So at least say that. And that's what I try to do. Well, it's great to have you yeah. back in the mix. I missed you yeah. when you were gone and now yes. you are back and it is yes. great to see you. Michael Irvin didn't miss me. But that's, all right. that's a different subject for another you day. You know what? Oh. No, no, that's not a subject. It's a subject for for any day. I'm just messing with my As far as I'm brother. concerned. Yeah. But it was kind of fitting though that you know you came back just in time. Yeah, it was just it was such it was such beautiful timing, wasn't it? I mean <laughs> I mean, I was just touched. I mean, the Lord was looking out for me. I mean, for me to be gone for a month and then after more than 30 days off the air, which has never happened in my career, for my first day back to be right after the Cowboys lost, it was very touching. I mean, it was special. (laughs) 
I'm going to hold on to that memory for a long, <laughs> long time. Well, um, you know, I was planning on working into this, but we're just going to get right to it. Sure. You know, the gentleman around your right shoulder, yeah, T.J. Yeah, Jefferson, yeah, you've spoken yeah. to him before. Yeah. Um, you I know, like that brother. I, 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 yes. I do, too. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I don't know if you could see. You could see Both it on the screen. You have to turn yeah. around. You could see. You see that velvet rope that he is attached in yeah. between the two golf bags. Yeah. It's right there mm-hmm. in front of him. Yeah. Um, that velvet rope is there to uh, create a club that right. he's got right here. What's the club? Okay, here's the club. Uh, would you put it up on the screen, please? Um, Ooh, this is a club that he has created because so many people <laughs> were calling in to try and argue with him about the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. that there's tier one. You're allowed in the club if you have three or more Super Bowl wins, if mm-hmm. the team that you root for has three or more Super Bowl uh, Do I get this right? That's yes, right. They, correct? they are in VIP with us. They're in the VIP with They're you. in the VIP. Mm-hmm. You know how that works, Stephen yeah. A. I know yeah. you've been to the club. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You, you come through the back. You, uh-uh, you uh-uh, cut the line. Yeah. Yeah. You know how it is. I'm at a point where it's all VIP. Yeah, I, I, I won't accept anything less. I won't accept anything less. I won't do it. That's what I'm I saying. Stephen A., I, 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 I tried to tell Rich that you would understand this, right? right. No, hold on a second. You, you know, no, but there, 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 there's other criteria, though, yeah. for others. Where, is, like, if, if their Super Bowl team has one or two wins, you're in the club. Zero wins, you have to wait in line. Wait and, in line. and if they've never been, you you, hey, you can't even be Stephen A., if you've to, right? never made the Super Bowl, right, then on Friday night, don't bother. That outfit that you picked out, yeah. take it back to the store that lay, that layaway you had cancel yeah. it don't That's take right. the shower peacock and chill don't call an uber or lyft pre-game but make it last all night because you I have no problem in. with that thinking that's I have what no I'm, problem with it whatsoever. That's what I'm saying. You have no Stephen problem A. with this tier system. Not at all. Of I like this tier system. Works for me. You know why I say this? Works for me. You know why you I know? say that? Stephen A. Smith. Let me tell you something. Rich for weeks said that you were going to come in here and crap all over this, but I told him no. Stephen A. Smith understands because Stephen A. Smith is the type of man. He's got so many people coming at him for That's what right. he says, right? And time yeah. is money, Stephen A. That's right. right. Time is money. Time is money. You can't waste time just like talking to everybody. So That's you right. have to like prioritize who you no, are going to you give were... the Stephen A. Smith argument or stamp to. And that means certain people, like if you, Carolina Panther fans want to talk to me, you ain't never won. Like, you uh, you can say something about the Cowboys, you, you but respect you never won. So I, I respect, I'm not going to argue with you. I, I, I respect his approach. But. <laughs> but. Okay, yes. It's been so long since his team has won. It's true, it's true. You like right there in that category with him. So it's not like you can stick out your chest and act like it's special because, <laughs> I, I mean, I had an afro, you know, last time. The I mean, my hairline was about two feet forward. I mean, it's been a while. But, but I want to be I want to take this day yes, sir. to move on from the Cowboys in this respect. I want to say this because Jordan Lewis for the Cowboys. I heard he said something disrespectful about me. You know, he's caught up in his feelings. I want to say, first of all, first of all, to Jordan Lewis, I understand. I understand why you're miserable. <laughs> I really do. I just want to say that. With all of that being said, it's all love. It's all fun. It's my moment. Okay? I'm going to troll Cowboy fans. I will not stop. <laughs> but I know that they're going to have their moment. I'm the same guy that will roll up in the Arlington right down the block from AT&T Stadium and watch the game with Cowboys. I would t- I have taken first take to their territory. You yeah. see what I'm saying? It's all in fun. I actually respect the hell out of the Cowboys organization. Jerry Jones on down. It's just that your fan base is so annoying Stop it. that it pleasures <laughs> me that y'all lose. It's nothing against Jordan Lewis. It's nothing against Demarcus Lawrence, who's had some beef with me in the past. It's nothing against Dak, Ezekiel, or anybody else. It's your damn fans. If they shut the hell up and stop bothering me on the streets, white, black, old, young, middle-aged, Hispanic, Asian-American, I mean, the list goes on. How about them Cowboys? Well, how about them? 
How about him? <laughs> How about him? Let's move on. Wait, I, see, Rich, I so tried that, to tell you. I knew Stephen A. No, was a closet Cowboys fan. I'm not a Cowboy fan. Just now? I'll never you be know? a Cowboy fan. I just respect the organization. But I just love when y'all are miserable. I mean, to know that y'all, some of y'all bought round-trip tickets to SoFi. And they're non-refundable. I coaxed Michael Irvin into telling them to buy non-refundable tickets. They lost their money in the game. It's beautiful to me. Christmas. Later than Christmas. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Stephen A. Smith here on the Rich Eisen Show. Okay, so we we could turn the page on the Cowboys. Let's talk about um, some other topics in the NFL. Starting with uh, today's uh, news that I'm sure dominated your show as well. What do you you make of Brian Flores' lawsuit? Well, a couple of things. Um, I applaud him for bringing attention to the issue and potentially ruining his career as an NFL coach. See, we talked about Colin Kaepernick making the sacrifice. This is a sacrifice, okay? Colin Kaepernick, listen, God bless him. He was an individual that could play, grab, you know, got at the San Francisco 49ers uh, to, to the Super Bowl. We know what he brought to the table, and we know ultimately what he ended up sacrificing. Uh, but he was taking the position, and he was still playing, and then they got wind of it, and it became, you know, uh, you know, just dominated the news airlines, the th- news airwaves rather, and things of that nature in the headlines, and things just regressed from there. In the case of Brian Flores, you're interviewing for the New Orleans Saints job. You are interviewing for the Houston Texans job. You're considered a finalist for both of those jobs. But yet, because of what happened to you with the Giants mm-hmm. and what happened to you allegedly when you were talking to Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, and he is talking to you about throwing games and he'll pay you $100,000 per loss if you lost on purpose. And he's bringing up John Elway and his GM and how they came to a meeting disheveled and an hour late, looking a bit inebriated and what have you. And you highlight the situations that black coaches in the National Football League have had to endure, for him to step up at this moment in time in his career when everybody knows he didn't deserve to be fired from Miami, it didn't appear to make any sense whatsoever, he did a damn good job with them over the last two years, Mm -hmm. it just seemed to be uh, just something that was incredibly courageous on his part. For me, I want to know more details, but I will say this. In 100 years, the Giants have never hired a black coach. That's incredibly incriminating. And I'm somebody that will never root for them because of that. And I'm a native New Yorker. Um, You look at Stephen Ross with his rise organization and his philanthropy when it comes to black causes and the millions upon millions of dollars he's dedicated. I would tell you I have a totally different imagery of him now than I would than I did prior to this class action lawsuit that's being thrown at him. Because when you go up to a black coach in his first time in his first, you know, time at this in this position and you tell him you want him to lose on purpose and you offer to pay him to lose I'm sorry Rich Eisen if it's found that that is true this is the NFL's version of Donald Sterling he's got to go you can't have an owner that literally is offering a coach money to lose games on purpose that is incredibly damaging to the integrity of the league. I want to emphasize if it is proven to be true. These are allegations we do not know, mm-hmm. but it's proven to be true. And then again, as a black man, I'm a little bit different than a lot of folks from this respect. From this perspective, racism exists, but I know, and I've always told white America this: 
There's a difference between systemic racism and pointing at an individual and saying you're racist. I happen to believe there's plenty of white folks that I know that are not racist. I don't believe it. I see them. They're God-fearing people who work hard just like everybody else. Okay? But when you're talking about the system, that's where African-Americans all over this country have a case because we continue to see evidence upon evidence upon evidence where no matter what is told to us, we're judged by a different standard. We're treated, we're treated differently and it's almost never equally. And the fact that in the year 2022, we have one African American head coach 19 years after the Rooney rule was instituted in 2003, in which we had three black coaches, we've actually taken a step backwards how can anybody excuse that? It's just that simple. So then that's my follow-up is what is your expectation level of the change that could be come out of this? I think that Brian Flores bringing this case is going to bring into question the anti-exempt laws that the NFL has had in its favor. Um, I think it's going to bring attention to the fact that you don't have any black ownership within the National Football League, any black majority ownership, mm-hmm. because – Everybody ain't Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft. Everybody doesn't, you know, own their team, lock, stock, and barrel. And, you know, most NFL teams, you have a multitude of partners. Why can't you have a multitude of black partners? Why can't one of those black individuals have a majority stake in the franchise? There's a lot of money out here. There's black folks with money, and you could find that. You haven't let people into your club. I think ultimately that's going to change. And I think once that changes, I think we will go a long way towards making progress. We've got billionaire owners, billionaires for every, in case you don't know, billionaires don't like to be told what to do. They're usually telling people what to do. Okay. Um, But in this particular instance, when you hurt their pockets, which is potentially the case, they will make change. Keep in mind when a whole Colin Kaepernick situation was going around, the owners, and I always bring this up, every owner pocketed one year $246 million, you know this, from the television deal. Mm-hmm. And they still complained because Colin Kaepernick cost them anywhere from 15 to 20% of the money that they could have gotten, according to numerous reports. So if they were complaining back then, imagine the kind of damage this could do to them, particularly if NFL players stand up and make some noise especially if NBA players join in. Think about Muhammad Ali. Think about what he went through. But think about who was standing behind him. Jim Brown, NFL, Bill Russell, NBA, Kareem, Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kareem. NBA, Kurt Flood and these guys, Major League Baseball. It wasn't just guys from the world of boxing. There were black athletes from all over the place who stood up. Imagine if that happened now, and it's entirely possible with the advent of social media, with the reach these dudes have, with the fearlessness that they they put on display time and time again, and with the brotherhood they have with each other, just to bring attention to the lack of equality that's taking place in the National Football League, do not rule out the possibility that some serious noise could be made to provoke change. If you wanted to do it with social justice issues, as I said on numerous occasions, George Floyd was a metaphor. And you saw the cop with his knee on his neck. I was saying black folks have felt for a long time as if we've had that proverbial knee on our necks for a long, long time. And we're tired of it. And this is an opportunity if you're professional athletes, if you stood with arms locked to in unison with one another to fight a good fight, 
This is right in your wheelhouse. This is a sports issue. It's more than that, but it's definitely a sports issue. So the people out there in the political world or what have you that says just play sports or whatever, you can't say that now because this has everything to do with sports. And the athletes, I think, can stand up. And if they choose to stand up and make some noise, NFL owners are going to have major, major problems. Well, I mean, they could also, uh, a team could also hire Brian Flores. That's right. Because he's an outstanding coach yes. who has proven what he can do uh, in the league already. Well, you're right. And, you know, and, and also, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we, we talk all the time about a coach being mm-hmm. uh, needing to be a leader. Yeah. And also stand for something right. and be somebody who has a philosophy. I mean, we pretty much have seen this guy's willing to stand for My something. My only retort to that would be this, Rich. Just because he gets hired as a coach doesn't mean the lawsuit goes away. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, if you watched him on his interviews this morning, he doesn't seem like an individual who is going away. It's almost like the, the NFL messed with the wrong dude. He's walking into this situation assuming it's going to cost him. He could have waited to see whether he's going to get the New Orleans or the Houston Texans job. Right. He didn't do it. He said, bump that. I'm sick of this. And not only am I sick of this, I'm sick of this on behalf of a multitude of my brothers within this industry that are experiencing this. And as a result, he asked for a class action lawsuit. So you're talking about him inviting others to join with him to bring attention to this. So you've got all of that working against you if you are the owners. And I emphasize the owners because where I disagree with some people it's hard. I understand that the NFL had to be mentioned in the lawsuit. In the lawsuit. I get that mm-hmm. because obviously they implemented the Rooney rule. And because people are not are circumventing the Rooney rule, you have to mention the NFL. OK. And, 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 you, and you know, they're not going to get through a summary judgment. You're going to have to go and address this. You're not going to be able to shove this aside. I get all of that. But I also look at the diversity within the National Football League office. I also look at an executive vice president like Troy Vincent, who has spoken out about the actions of the owners. And I think that the NFL league office could easily separate itself from the actions of the owners. The only mistake I think they made was when they said the NFL and our clubs in their statement, they just, they should have said the NFL. They shouldn't have said, they should have never mentioned those other words and our club. Oh no, 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 no. You ain't got anything to do with the Miami Dolphins, the the New York Giants, the Denver Broncos. In other words, I'd have threw them out the pasture just by not mentioning them. We, the league office, we think this lawsuit is meritless as it pertains to us. Now, I know they can't because they answer to the owners, so I'm not being facetious, but I'm just saying it would have been, if they had done, if they had been able to do something like that, it would have been beautiful because that's exactly what should have happened. Especially since Troy Vincent was quoted in the lawsuit. That's right. That's I right. I mean, he was in, he's in the lawsuit. Yeah. I mean, so. He was quoted publicly in the Washington Post. Plus, he came on Stephen A's World on ESPN Plus and basically reiterated his comments about the things that need to be done by these owners. But he also emphasized how the effort, there's no shortchanging the effort that the NFL itself has mm-hmm. put forth in trying to address this issue. And that is why I don't condemn Roger Goodell. I don't condemn Roy Troy Vincent. I don't condemn anybody with the league office. I'm looking at individual billionaire owners that are sitting there probably saying, excuse me, Roger Goodell, you work for us. You like the salary you make and that's because we pay it to you. Shut the hell up and do what you're told. That's their attitude towards the commissioner and the league office. I think you have a plethora of of owners within the National Football League that feel that way. And that is what Roger Goodell is battling. So I support Roger Goodell in the NFL more than most. They're not perfect. 
And there's some things that I definitely disagree with. But by and large, I do think their efforts have been uh, there as it pertains to this issue. Stephen A. Smith right here on the Rich Eisen Show in studio. Uh, one more segment. Lots more to, to come here. Certainly some uh, uh, now that the Super Bowl is set. And also uh, we have a segment here, Stephen A., called Uh-oh. What's More Likely, where Chris Brockman my colleague gives me, uh, usually it's just me, mm-hmm. two ideas about right. what's going on in the sports world and what's more likely to actually okay. happen. All right. And I figured with you here, maybe you and I could bat around some other let's stuff. Do like, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's do that. Let's right? do that. I'm, I'm, I'm about to jump in. I love in. hanging with my man Rich Eisen. And let's right, do it. Right what about us, Stephen A.? Stephen A. Smith right here on the Rich Eisen <laughs> Show. And I thought that went as well as it possibly <laughs> could have. <laughs> TJ, with, between you and Stephen A. I yeah, that we, we, we cool now, You're, so we, right. we, we buried the beat. <laughs> My favorite line is that you're used to that service. I'm used to that. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. In the VIP I, part I, of the club. Rich, clubs. I knew he'd get it, you know? I'm not. I'm not uh, those days are just regular. It's over. It's VIP or nothing. I ain't going. Stephen A. Smith here on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Back with more in just a couple of minutes. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, we're back here on NBC Sports on Peacock and Sirius XM Channel 85. Our terrestrial radio audience rejoins us in about three minutes' time. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith here in studio. I remember... Being in the office the day after Stuart Scott was imitated on Saturday Night Live. (laughs) And there is no greater, I think, measure of somebody's success than if you are sent up on Saturday Night Live. And the fact that you were, I thought Chris Redd kind of... 
kind of took care of you or yeah. no? Or what What do you think I of thought Chris he was, Well, first of all, I think he's phenomenal. Right. He's a phenomenal talent. I think he did a better job of imitating Mayor Adams, the New York, the new mayor in New yes, York City. I saw that now, too. that to me, I mean, that was spectacular television. I saw that. He was good with me, but I thought Jay Farrow, who used to be on Saturday Night Live, right. did me a bit better. See? You know, I thought he did me a bit better. Oh you, you, you know, yeah. I, I do. I, you know, Frank. Listen, I've been imitated by Frank Caliendo, Scott Van Pelt in, uh, imitated me oh, one time when Tony Kornheiser and Mike Wilborn on PTI asked him to play me doing the Masters. It was hysterical. It was many years ago, but it was hilarious. Okay, but. That guy, Keenan Thompson, doing Michael Irvin? Oh. Now, that was spectacular. That was, that was spectacular. The line where he said that God can't <laughs> yeah, yeah, talk yeah. to him because he doesn't have one of these and held up his Super Bowl No, ring. here was the point. He said, excuse me, let's hold it. God is wrong. I mean, oh, that was, saying, these are this hilarious. It was hysterical. It really, really was. You know? I, I mean, listen, that listen, I, are you ready for this? I, I sure. posted, I, I, I've been blessed and fortunate enough, Jimmy Kimmel, I was honored he allowed yes. me to host his show yes. uh, one night, and I had an absolute blast, because I want to do late night someday in my future, that's on my bucket list, I really want to do it. You know what else is on my bucket list one day? What is it? To host Saturday Night Live. Let's go. Let's start it. I'm going to do it one day. I mean, I'm a big enough name. I think I'm a big enough name. Stephen I mean, A. Smith, happen. I think we're, we're, it's, it's we're gonna, part of that crew to, hashtag, to help you. It's yeah. going to happen. Hashtag gonna happen. Stephen A. for SNL. Uh, yes. Oh, I appreciate it. It's, we will, I appreciate we it, will be part of that drumbeat. You know, we're part of your family no, as far no, as, no, as no, I'm not as good as I'm not as good to look at as Kim Kardashian. I'm not as good to look at as 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 a uh, uh, oh my goodness I forgot oh my goodness as, as the singer who's a Katie 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 Perry, Perry. Katie Perry. Perry. Yes, yes 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 I'm not as good looking as them I know that but but I I, I think I have the potential to make you, people laugh you from have time the chops to time. I think you I got have the chops. chops you can handle it yeah, yeah. you've got the platform well the, the biggest got... thing is it's in New York City yeah where am I from of course where am I from You're I from used Hollis, to work Queens. I used to work at the Barnes and Nobles bookstore <laughs> on 48th and Fifth Avenue right around the corner. From Saturday Night Live, making that, four thirty-five an hour. That's amazing. I think Stephen that comes a long Smith way. Here. So you you uh, you used to work at a Barnes and Noble. When did you work at a Barnes? I was Noble? in college uh-huh. at Fashion Institute of Technology before F-I-T. I went before I went to Winston Salem State. So I would work at the Barnes and Noble's bookstore as a book clerk, yeah. traveling from Queens a half, hour and a half because you had to take the bus to the train. So it takes you an hour and a half yeah. to get from Queens yeah. to Midtown Manhattan. Run up the block. Work at Barnes and Noble from eight thirty a.m. to four, and then at four o'clock I had to race across town. Run, yes. no, no Uber, nothing like that existed at the time. Yes. I had to run from forty eighth and fifth to twenty seventh, and and between seventh and eighth Avenue yeah. to get to practice basketball practice for FIT by four thirty. Then I had to do those two hours before I had continuing education class from 6.30 to 9.30 every night for a year and a half before I left and transferred on a basketball scholarship to Winston-Salem State. Okay, so there's two follow-up questions here. Yes. First one. Uh, first one is how how were you selling books? Like, where did you? No, no, no. A book clerk. I mean, what happened is say, somebody came up and asked you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I knew where the book where you were looking for. I knew, okay. look, knew where they were. I'd okay. go fetch it for you and bring it back to you. I'd organize everything to make sure that when people came into the bookstore, they knew exactly where at <laughs> what area they needed to go to get their book. I paid my dues, Rich. Oh, no I paid my dues, man. And the other one is like the Fashion Institute of Technology. That's at right. a Basketball. Team? Listen, man. We had a. Uh, 
um, we Thomas Edison High School was where I played basketball my senior year, uh-huh. and we had a tournament at at FIT. I was coming off the bench. I was never a starter, <laughs> but that was one of my better games. I had twenty seven points that game, Ooh. right? So I had twenty seven. It was a rarity. I ain't trying to front and act like <laughs> it was a rarity, okay? But I had twenty seven points that day, and the coach Marvin Rippy at the time, who was an exceptional coach, I appreciated him more later than I did when I was playing for him because yeah. he was a disciplinarian. But he was a fabulous, fabulous coach, and. He came in there and, and, you know, offered me a partial scholarship to come and play at FIT because I was 5'9", 135 pounds soaking wet. Wasn't any college, you know, recruiters coming my way, not for Division One. So I went there, okay, and, I, you know, I got to tell you, it wasn't bad. I mean, listen, <laughs> I, I majored in advertising and communications, yeah. all right? So I was able to transfer those credits to Winston-Salem State for mass communications, but here's the deal, and I'm not knocking. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm conservative with my money. I'm a fiscal conservative with my money. I can't stand paying taxes. I pay too many taxes in New York and California. I need to, new, to move to a tax-free state for, for crying out loud. But I am liberal in my thinking, so I live and let live. Yes. All I'm going to tell you is this. 95% mm-hmm. of the school mm-hmm. were women. <laughs> and you know because it was it was fashion and then you have a lot of folks from the gay community that would go yeah. to FIT yes. you know they there were some of them there so basically most of them even most of the population in, in regards to heterosexuals was the basketball team <laughs> It was a very lovely, lovely time. <laughs> it was a very lovely time that, that I had. The ratio. And, uh, I mean, the ratio. ratio, they outnumbered us, I would tell you, 30 to 1. 30 to 1. I mean, wow. we'd go to a party, and it was like a, a party on, on, the, on the school yards because it's only like a block long yeah. or whatever, but they had it, and it was like maybe 400 people at the party. Maybe 50 guys. <laughs> I mean, Lovely. So why, why'd you transfer? It was really nice. It was really love nice. Well, I transferred because I wanted to get, home, get away from home. Okay. I wanted to get away from home. I wanted to be, you know, I wanted to go to a four year institution, get a full basketball scholarship where I went to play for Clarence Big House Games. But I went on campus. Now, this is Division Two. Just to show you how, 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 how things could be. Could you imagine? Could you see the big money in college sports now, right? Yeah. Well, it wasn't that big money in Division Two, <laughs> But when I got to Winston-Salem, on my recruiting trip, yeah. I had two female escorts <laughs> to show me around campus. <laughs> and I was like this. Thank you for clarifying. I was like this. They escorted you around. Yeah, they, they were escorting me around. They were hosting you. They were showing me the campus. Yeah. They were yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing happened. I mean, they were, they were, they were classy a, and they were yeah. the best behavior. It wasn't was like it, he got game. Yeah, was, was this no, a Jesus yeah, Shuttlesworth no. situation? No, I wasn't Jesus Shuttlesworth. But the point that I'm trying to make to you is that they just had, they just escorted me around. But I had beautiful escorts. <laughs> they were fooling. And so I just looked at Winston. I was like, what's the curriculum? What's the curriculum? You said you got, you got mass communications, don't you? You don't got mass communications, don't you? I mean, I'm a basketball scholarship. My education's free. Yeah. So I get to play basketball and be here? 
And I'm good. And I'm good. <laughs> and now I'm you're good. a mass communicator of the first variety, yeah. Stephen A. Yes. Right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Stephen yes. A's world on ESPN Plus first take right. every single day. Uh, okay, so this is kind of going to be, uh, by the way, I had such a blast on your show. Yeah, man. You did so, great. That was so nice you're of you. You're a pro. Well, it was just a blast. Well, and, in and all honesty, it was a little we, we, had to, we had to have you. This is one of the things that I want to say. Yeah. You know, I've been very blessed and fortunate to achieve what I have achieved, and I'm grateful, incredibly grateful to, to ESPN for all that they've done for my life. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't happen without you, Dan Patrick, Keith Oberman, Chris Berman, Stuart Scott, John Saunders, God rest both of their souls. Right. I love them dearly. I was very close to both. Dick Vitale. So many others, man. I mean, you know, y'all built the place. And that's why, you know, sometimes you just see people from time to time when somebody leaves ESPN and folks are just, you know, they say what they say and all of this other stuff. And I'm like, y'all don't get it. We we love y'all. Well, you know, y'all, y'all, we understand Y'all built the damn place. Well, I appreciate you would throw yes. throw me in with that that mix, you know. I do. And, and and I was there for seven years. Yeah. It was incredible. I met my wife there, yeah. and my kids are ESPN babies. So yeah. to be invited back out there, yeah. you know, uh, on that on the show was great. Yeah. Was I know it was cool. a surprise to you, but we knew from the start of the season you were coming on. I was like, <laughs> he's coming on. There's no way I'm going to have to deal with Michael Irvin every Monday and, I and not bring that. Rich Eisen on at some point. And it he's was, coming on. <laughs> That was automatic. <laughs> automatic. It was just a blast. So uh, mm. now that you're here, yeah. uh, I'm going to give my version of this closest thing we do to debate. And I usually debate myself yeah. coming up with an idea. Uh, Chris Brockman, you have how many uh, items do you have over there? We have six. We have three NFL and three basketball. Okay, okay let's do it. What's more likely with Stephen A. Smith here on the Rich Eisen Show? Hit it. Hit it. Cool. Cool. What's more likely? Never say never, but never. There you go. That's our uh, our, <laughs> our uh, production value. That's right. it. That's tip, the extent of our production value. Right. Okay. All right, guys. What's more likely? Who's more likely? They just played an epic AFC divisional round game. More AFC championships in the next five years, Chiefs or Bills? What's more likely? What do you think, Stephen? Eh? Bills. <sighs> Bills. I, I would... Uh, I'm concerned that the Dayball's gone, man. I, 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 that, I, I wondered. I wonder if that, if that, if that's gonna hurt him for at least one year. Oh gosh, I'll, I'll go the other way just to, just to, just to say something else. Can I, I mean, Mahomes, please, of course, comment. Go for it. I respect Dayball. Last four years, offensive coordinator in Buffalo did a damn good job. Even though sometimes I thought he was a bit predictable with the with, with going away from the running game and just throwing the football and not presenting any running game whatsoever. Having said that, I wish him luck. I think he's going to do a good job with the New York Giants. I think his credentials are there, and I can't knock them right. for giving him the job, even though I don't like the whole Flores thing. Josh Allen is a star. He's no doubt a star. And I know Incredible. Patrick Mahomes is a star, too, but you've been to four AFC championship games in a row, all of them on your home turf. You've gone to two Super Bowls, won one, lost another. But the last two times, the last the last two times, I mean, we saw you in the playoffs, but you got shellacked by Tampa. And then this time around, you got held to three points by Cincinnati in the entire second half in overtime. I think there comes a point in time where your time is your time. Not to say that Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are over because I still think they got time. I just think the footsteps of the Buffalo Bills are coming. And I think as a result of that, I see Josh Allen 
Um, I, I see him being a dude. Again, we can't dismiss Joe Burrow either because he's in the Super Bowl for crying out loud. I honestly but thought again, that yeah. would have been the what's more likely yeah. is Allen or or Burrow. I think not to, but but this is not a uh, this is a terrific yes. one in its own self. Yes. I can't argue with that. Yeah. I can't argue. What else you got over there, Chris? What's next? All right, Jimmy G talked yesterday. He's on his way out of San Francisco. Said he wants to go to a winner. So which quarterback is more likely to end up on a winner, Jimmy G or Deshaun Watson? Well, I think Deshaun Watson, number one, because Deshaun Watson is more of a winner himself than Jimmy G. And as a result of that, um, since you're the quarterback, you're going to dictate your winning ways. Jimmy G is not a scrub. He can play. But he's not that difference maker. I don't care what the record says. Before you think about him, you thought about their defense, you thought about Debo, you thought about Kittle, and you thought about Kyle Shanahan's play calling. What quarterback do you know that I'm thinking about four to five layers of things before I even get to you? Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Something similar. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure because I don't think you can say all of that about him. I can look at Dalvin Cook. Sure, I thought about him. Justin Jefferson. You Justin always talk Jefferson about him. Now. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm not thinking about their defense or Zimmer before I think about Kirk Cousins. Not Maybe anymore. that's my default because I'm thinking about Kirk Cousins just, getting that money and never winning. Just trying to think of somebody who might be in that category. I don't think Jimmy G's going to start next year. How does that sound? I think he's going to start wherever he goes. I just don't think it'll be San Francisco. Obviously, wherever he goes, mm-hmm. he's not going to be in San Francisco. I think he starts. I just don't think he's the guy that's going to deliver you a Super Bowl. With Deshaun Watson, when Deshaun Watson is on that field, yes, it's the first thing you think about. You think about him. You don't think about you. You know, T, you know, JJ Watt was there, and, and 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 you know he has some weapons and DeAndre Hopkins, up, right? But you thought about Deshaun Watson, correct? With Jimmy G, hell, I might think about me before I think about Jimmy G. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think about him. And I don't even think, like I said, I don't, I don't know. I know that the Niners are working with somebody to, or working with him to try and find a spot right. for him. I honestly don't know who's going to say you're our starter or, right. or 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 take him. On. He's the best case scenario mm-hmm. for me is he's going to be taken on and mm-hmm. be in a competition for him right. to try and win something out. Well, let me take something back. I don't think about Jimmy G except for when I'm in California. And when I'm in California, I remember what he was doing when he came to this part of California. <laughs> Which is why I call him Porn Star Jimmy. I do think about him from time to time when I'm here in L.A. I actually okay. drive by that place a couple of times. Actually drive by that place a couple What's of times. What's more likely? Remind you of college? Okay, guys, breaking news. The Bengals are playing the Rams in the Super Bowl. Thank I don't you, know if you thank heard. Thank you very much. I heard about it. Who's more likely to make it to the Super Bowl next year in Arizona, the Rams or the Bengals? I'll, I'll, I'll take the Bengals in that one. So would I. So I, would I. I am so all in on Joe Burrow, and as a matter of fact, the thing that I like about Burrow and his chances more than the Rams, I think the Bengals are about to start dominating this division. What do you think about that? I'm, not, I'm a Steelers fan, so I don't want to wish that. I know that, but they, I think they Thomas also... got to get a quarterback. If he gets a quarterback with the weapons he has available to him, I think that they can say something about that. And Lamar Jackson to be healthy, I think he can say something about that. Right. But there's no taking this away. Joe Burrow's a star. Second year in the league, first full season in the league, mm-hmm. got you to a Super Bowl. Jamar Chase is a star. And the fact that you got those two with Joe Burrow leading the way, I, I can't, I can't sit. I think this is, I listen, I'm not making my pick yet, but I'm giving the Rams a good chance to win this game. Yes. But I do believe it's probably the only Super Bowl they're going to get to. Oh, well, how about this one? Then let me retort. Instead of being as strong as saying, I think the Bengals are about to dominate the AFC North, which team would you rather be the star quarterback in, the NFC West or the AFC North? Well, I would rather be the I'm a, AFC North. I'm a competitor. 
So I want the stiff competition to be the man. I'm, I'm a Ric Flair fan, the Nature Boy. Woo! Woo! To be the man, you got to beat the man. Hey, you see know? The shirt today? And there's a whole bunch of men up in the AFC and Mahomes, Allen, Lamar Jackson, all of these dudes. Yeah. With Burrow, with Justin Herbert, who I'm a huge fan of. Okay. In the NFC, I don't know where Aaron Rodgers is going to end up. Tom Brady just retired. Drew Brees is gone. Yeah. So the path. Uh, the, the road to prosperity is significantly easier, it appears, in the NFC. But I'm not interested in being the tall dude in the small man's contest. <laughs> Put me with Giants and let's get it on. That's me. But well, I understand that everybody might not think that no, way. No, I understand that. But if you're just taking a look at what's an easier path to getting it's a home playoff game and trying to get through. Right. right. It's I definitely mean, the NFC. Well, I, I I don't know. The AFC North. I, I I need to see what the Ravens look like with Lamar back. And they got to sign him long term. That's true. And I got to see what the Steelers look like. And you're questioning the Browns right now. They they took a step back. Well, sure. I, I knew they were going to take a step back. Baker Mayfield ain't that dude. He had more progressive commercials than wins. I kept telling everybody that. Okay, let's call it what it is. Now, now, now. I respect his talent. I don't think he's a scrub, but he's not that dude. Jimmy G is not a scrub, but he's not that dude. What do I mean? Okay, it's on the line. Here's the ball. Take me there. See, that's the beauty of covering basketball as much as I do. You knew what the great ones, Kobe, Shaq. Michael Jordan, the list goes on and on. You knew what they were going to do. We still know what they're going to do. At some point in time in a basketball game, they say, this is what we're going to do. This is who the hell is going to do with what you're going to do about it. You got to stop us. See, in football, so much is schematic. Right. That's why I love Burrow and Jamar. Because with Burrow and Jamar, they're like, this is what we're going to do. Two-man game. Here's how we're going to do it. Yeah. What you going to do about it? I mean, when you think about it, I think it was the Tennessee game. Correct me if I'm wrong. Not only did Joe Burrow throw like the first seven or eight passes to Jamal, mm-hmm. he didn't even look <laughs> at T. Higgins or anybody else. Even look at him. He went, he kept his eyes right on Jamal. He was like, this is what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to do it. What you going to do about it? And when you see that in football, mm-hmm. that is special because that's guys saying, I'm superior to you and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, they had the first, uh, Jamar Chase had the first big play of that incredible weekend, a 57-yarder. Uh, what else you got over there for right, Stephen uh, A? They played last night in the NBA, yeah. uh, Stephen A, Chris Paul and James Harden. Well, who's more likely to win an NBA title first? You know, I was willing to say James Harden because I'm a believer in the Golden State Warriors. I believe that when Clay gets his thing going, Draymond Green gets back, James Wiseman gets back, I picked the Warriors to win the chip, Okay. But I can't say enough about how great of a job Monty Williams is doing. And when we talk about black coaches and being leaders of men, yes. mm-hmm. that man shows it every day. Chris Paul is the quintessential point guard, a Hall of Famer, phenomenal. He's got them playing Mikel Bridges. These guys, they they can win it all. I would say Brooklyn if Kyrie played all the time because I don't think you can stop them. But, and I've said this on TV, what if there's a game seven? What if it's in Brooklyn? And you ain't vaccinated and the mandate is still in place and you can't play. I don't know if you can overcome his absence against a quality team like the Phoenix Suns or like the Warriors. So my answer would be Brooklyn, but it's because of the suspect availability of Kyrie Irving. Yeah, and I chose the Warriors to win the championship this year, too. So that would mean Paul can't say I'll take the Brooklyn Nets, even though I chose the Warriors to win it all as well. I don't know. 
All right, this next one plays into that, too, what you just said about Brooklyn, Stephen A. And it's kind of a fun what if. Who's more likely to play a home game for a New York team first, Zion or Kyrie? I love it. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's a tough question. Oh, it's got to be Zion, right? (sighs) No. (laughs) Listen, man, Kyrie Irving, I'd give him $50 a year. The brother's spectacular, but it would be one year at a time. I would never pay him a long-term deal again because he's proven he can't be trusted. He just, listen, Kyrie works on his game. He works hard all the time, but he does what he wants to do, and he don't want to answer to nobody. He mm-hmm. want to do what he want to do. Right. Can't trust somebody like that long-term. Can't do that. But Zion, Zion looks like he ate an IHOP. <laughs> Like the whole, not at like the whole, uh-huh. the whole building. The I mean, whole it's like it, it's like. Listen, man. Listen, man. I, I'm not ridiculing. He's a kid. He's a superstar talent. I love him personally. Right. I'm not questioning his injury, the legitimacy of it, even though he's been out for a long time. And I happen to believe, just believe, just no inside information, just believe he'd rather be in New York than New Orleans. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And he's not enamored, and that may play a role. But you a big boy. And when you you can't work out, big boys get bigger. You see who I came in here with? You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, that's a big boy right there. My, 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 my man Juvie. That's a, that's a big boy. Okay? Now, he happens to be big and strong, and he'll work out. You see what I'm saying? But God help him if he did it. That's Zion. What you doing? I, I, ah, I, ah. No, I, I gotta say Kyrie. As good as he's oh, Kyrie. Wow. I gotta say Kyrie. Wow. Maybe because the mandate might be might lifted. Be right. Like the pan- So you're saying the pandemic's gotta end for Kyrie to win this? What's more likely? Yeah. As opposed to yeah. Zion <laughs> but, Zion but, outlasting the pandemic. And getting traded to and the getting Knicks. Tra- well, Look, yeah. That's a big boy. Right. That's a big boy. My man Kendrick Perkins and people on NBA Countdown, me and my man Jalen Rose, Mike Wilbon, Mike Greenberg, they were joking about how, you know, Zion said somebody brought him a Peloton. That was their Christmas gift to him. I said, what about a treadmill two? <laughs> Not either or. What about a treadmill two? That's more likely. I need Zion to get in shape so he can get on the court and remind us of the superstar yeah. talent he can be. Okay, last one. All-time great to win one more championship. LeBron James, Aaron Rodgers. What's more likely? What's more likely? I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. I'm very disappointed. You know how I feel. He's a bad man. But that playoff game against San Francisco, he was just bad. And I was incredibly disappointed in his performance. Didn't like the fact that he lied about being vaccinated with his immunized whole nonsense. But he's still a bad brother, and I love him. Here's my deal. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going any place but to a contender. If he decides to leave the contender that is the Green Bay Packers. And LeBron. LeBron, you got the Warriors in your way, and they're younger. You got the Phoenix Suns in your way, and they're younger and better. Both of them are better. Have you seen John Morant? (laughs) Right. Have you seen this kid, Bane? Have you seen this kid, Jackson? Do you know this kid, Dylan? Do you see the athletes on that Memphis Grizzly squad? 
and how they come at you. LeBron is 36. Melo's 37. I think LeBron just turned 37. He's 37 to 36. 37 in December. But Melo's there. Anthony Davis is perpetually injured. Russell Westbrook is an extraordinary talent. Give him the ball and tell him to take over. He can do that for you. Ask him to fit in and run the point guard spot? No. Everything can change. Give LeBron the ball. Let him run the offense. When you give it to Russ, tell him to attack the basket. Don't think about it. But that still don't make you better than the Warriors, the Suns, the Grizzlies, and I ain't forget Utah either. With Donovan Mitchell and those boys and Rudy Gobert, the path to prosperity is significantly more difficult for LeBron James. And that was before you turned 36 or 37, whichever the hell one it is. I got to go with Aaron Rodgers. I'd have to agree with you. Thanks for the call, for being here. Man, really appreciate my it. My pleasure. Thanks bro. for being here. Absolutely. This is you are the best. Thank you so You're much. You're a great man. man, and I'm happy to see you here. And you know, first take every day. Stephen A's world on ESPN Plus. Man, you are welcome here. Love you. Love the family, man. Thank Always you. great to be right here back you. at you. It's right. mutual. That's Stephen A. Smith right here on the Rich Eisen Show. We're back in a moment. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Got some sports questions for yes, you yes, yes, yes. that I'd like you to answer as other individuals if you were fine with that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, That's here fine. we go. It's Jay Farrow here. Uh, I'd like to ask uh, Jay Z <laughs> what advice to give Giancarlo Stanton after striking out five times in his home debut and getting booed by Yankee <clears throat> fans as he was yesterday. Yo, I mean, yo, yo, stick it out. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be all right, baby. Yo, you know you gotta, you know you gotta, uh, <laughs> you gotta fail to succeed. So, you know, maybe he going to come back as a beast. <laughs> Hove, that's my advice for him. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. Kevin Hart, why didn't security let you onto the Philadelphia Eagles podium after listen, they won the Super listen, Bowl? Listen, listen, Rich. Uh, uh, first of all, 
uh, the haters, Rich. That's the thing. Uh, the haters, and they couldn't see me. If they would have saw me, uh, then they would have known who I was, and I would have been right up there with the Philadelphia Eagles bringing in the good times and year uh, because, you know, it was a celebrate, celebration time. Uh, you know, uh, me up there. Uh, I just wanted to say free, free Meek Mill. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, free Meek Mill. Uh, Meek Mill's never come to one of my concerts. Doesn't matter. Uh, still for Philadelphia. Bam. I say Free Meek. And I say uh, the next time, I need you all to know who I am. Because I'm the biggest star on the freaking planet. Like, it's me and The Rock. That's it. It's me and The Rock, Rich. That's it. It's nobody That's else. Incredible. Uh, I'm about to sell out the solar system. Bam. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And The Rock says. I'm just playing. Go ahead. No, go. Did you rock? The Rock says, Jabroni, you see, Rich, Rich Eisen, The Rock, the Brahma Bull, sitting here, you're talking about Kevin Hart. Why did he get, why did he get uh, escorted away from the Philadelphia Eagles? That's because he was drunk, Rich. <laughs> he was drunk, Rich. The Rock doesn't drink. The Rock, you know what The Rock does? The Rock has a juice. The Rock has a cleanse because every day at 2 p.m., I said 2 p.m., The Rock <laughs> drops a deuce. That's what he does. <laughs> I got a, another good one for you. Uh, I'd like to ask Jason Statham, uh, oh. what do you think about the NFL's new targeting rules to make the game safer? Let's see here. In the game of football, you have to be really, really rough. And if you're rough, that's when you get a good show. Now, if you're not rough, then it's going to be a little pansy. So I think they shouldn't do it because I don't like pansies. I hate pansies. You know pansies. People I beat up in my films. I beat them up all the time. And you know what I do after I'm finished with them? I sit on top of their bodies and I have sex with me, girl. <laughs> Again, that took a turn. That uh, took a turn. <laughs> So funny. And he kept going and going and going. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen show for our full archive. You will not be disappointed. (laughs) 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen show. Navy Federal wants to be there for you right now, especially if you're still trying to dig out of those expensive holidays that you just made sure was perfect for you and the whole family. Navy Federal Credit Union helps you take control of your finances, especially after the holidays. You can get a low intro APR on their platinum credit card. It's their lowest rate card and a great tool to pay down debt. Beyond the holidays, Navy Federal even has multiple savings and investing options to help you get closer to your financial goals. They offer digital tools, educational resources to help guide your decisions. With Navy Federal, you can automate your saving and investing to put your money to work for you even as you sleep. Plus, you can buy fractional shares. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. At Navy Federal, our members are the mission. Message and data rates may apply. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment options are available through Navy Federal Investment Services and are not insured by NCUA. You know what I got the first um, uh, hand experience about just there and what's more likely? Just the lightning fast ability for Stephen A. to think about something, formulate an opinion on it, and be direct, emphatic, um, humorous, and imminently watchable. That is what he just did is not... An easy thing to do. Masterclass. It truly was. Yeah. A masterclass. And I'm like, you know, oh, wow. You thought about that all in one fell swoop. <laughs> and I think he, I think Chris, you, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm sure, you know, we're cool. You and I are cool. 
I mean, you, you, you've got the first take gene in you right there. Huh? Oh, for, for What's more for likely, Rodgers, LeBron? Yeah, I mean, I you know. You got to think on. I think you stopped him in his tracks on a half on well, a couple. The Kyrie of them. and was the Zion Kyrie one. Zion one was something. He's probably taking note, and he's first. I'd like tomorrow on first take. <laughs> half of those. What's more likely will be on the topic bar, and right. you know, right. look. Well done, sir. Thank you. Well done. We need to get Zion in New York. I mean, let's go. Uh yeah. I think every single person in New York would agree. Did he did he essentially say that Zion's eating his way to New York? Is that what he implied? <laughs> he was implying that. Yeah. He said he ate a whole IHOP. Like I'm not sure how that logistically worked. He even threw his buddy under the bus. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, why we gotta do that to that guy? Oh, you know, I think he can take it. <laughs> I mean, that's a big dude. Though, it bro. looks like he's the one. <laughs> it looks like he's the one who clears the way for Stephen A. It's <laughs> like a pulling guard right to me. Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times on what's next post Brady. There coming up next. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. If you're on hold, please stay on hold. I promise you we're going to have time uh, in hour number three to take your phone calls. My colleague from the NFL media, Cameron Wolf, is tweeting out and reporting what right now, Christopher? What is he oh, reporting right uh, now? So he is, he's just said on NFL Network mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, the big thing yesterday was Brian Flores said that Stephen Ross offered him $100,000 yeah. per loss, said that he's spoken to one of the witnesses who may be able to back up Flores' tanking allegations oh, against Stephen Ross, and that there are multiple potential witnesses. Oh, my word. Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know how to respond to something like yeah, that. I mean. <laughs> that an owner of a team would do such a thing. And, of course, Brian Flores is going to sit there and say something like, what is your malfunction? Yeah. Tanking does not work in the NFL. I mean, the only way to do it is to dismantle the team and leave them with nobody left. And if and if Minka Fitzpatrick winds up on the Steelers because of it too, I mean, there's so many right. teams like this is this how how many you know roots this would have to follow. We say this is hard to believe, right? But think about all the movies, Major League, any given Sunday, where. This was actually the plot of the movie. Like, <laughs> right, right. Slap, uh, slap shot in hockey. The, the old team ownership wanted to move the team to Florida. So, Reggie Dunlop, you got to lose these games. It seems crazy. It does. But movies come from I someone's know, imagination, I, I realize. Know, but like, I know. And then, and, then, and then things just look so bad sometimes. You can't help but think there had to have been a tank job behind right, it, right? right? Like, for instance... Uh, the price is right. Were you tanking? Uh, <laughs> no, no. I mean, do we need an investigation? Did, did you did you tank the price? Look, I, I I'm a cat who knows nothing about Harley Davidsons. All right, admittedly, I don't know anything about motorcycles. And See what I'm saying? Like some people assume there had to be a tank job, and you were not. You were trying your heart out. No, but you yeah. lost on purpose for the comedy, and, and you know, look at all the mileage we've gotten out. <laughs> that, of it. I mean, well that done. is true. We, I mean, this he should be on sacrificed for you to get wing. you a statue, Rich, so you can okay. shut Del Tufo up about all his statues. Try to get you a statue. There it is. There's the ultimate <laughs> tank job right there. I'm gonna put that on a T-shirt. I gave people. you. I gave Gave you a hundred dollars for every single pricing game you would purposely blow. <laughs> I'm rich.